Join me March 12th for a free event, Menopause Reset, a three-day challenge to help you kickstart your metabolism so you can lose weight, sleep better, stop the hot flashes, and regain your energy. If you're a midlife woman who has thought about implementing lifestyle changes to help stop the hot flashes, sleep better, and lose those extra pounds, listen up. If you're ready to get your life back, but you're worried about how much time it takes, how you're going to get your family on board, or you just don't know where to start, I have a strategy that is exactly what you need to help you get off the weight loss, sleep deprivation, hot flash, having a roller coaster. Head over to hellohotflash.com challenge to get your limited free spot. The Menopause Reset 3-Day Challenge includes nightly live coaching. We start March 12th, so sign up at hellohotflash.com challenge. See you March 12th. Hey there, I'm Stephanie Shaw. Welcome to the Hello Hot Flash podcast, where midlife women can learn from guest experts and authors who discuss menopause and all that comes with this new chapter in our lives. Hello Hot Flash, where we learn to control the change and not let the change control us. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Hello Hot Flash. We are changing things up around here and I am excited about it. I'm going to start doing some lifestyle conversations with folks. We're not going to call them coaching or audits. We're just going to have some lifestyle conversations uh, with a real life audience guest. Um, we have with us Monifa today. Monifa, thank you so much for joining us. My pleasure to be here. Yeah, yeah. So Monifa and I, we we know each other and we were having a side conversation. I'm like, oh, can we take this live like and let everyone listen in on our conversation? She's like, sure. I'm like, okay. So I'm, I'm excited about this. And for those of you listening, and if you like what you're hearing and like, hey, I want to get on the podcast as well. And I want some coaching, free, no charge, no obligation whatsoever. You can go to the website, hellohotflash.com slash audit, A-U-D-I-T, and sign up to be a guest as well. So, Monifa, I won't waste any more of your time with all of my little plugs here. I want to get started because I'm excited about the opportunity to talk about how I can support you more. So I'm going to start with a basic question for you. So in six months, as it relates to your health and wellness, what does that look like for you? Well, right now I am on a journey because I was very sick in 2019, 2020. And then I said, okay, you know, I went to the doctor and we talked about things I needed to do and, and change and work on. And one of the main things was to, uh, she was concerned about my weight. She really wanted me to lose weight. So I did go into the gym but I had to quit last year because again, I seemed to have health issues that just kept popping up. And the coach that I was working with said, you know, look, I don't want to, you know, I have programs for you and, and, and routines for you to do, but I don't know what's actually harming you and what's actually making you better. So you're going to have to get a hold of whatever is going on with you. And then you can come back to me. So right now where I'm at is um, health-wise, I'm, I'm doing better. In six months, I would really love to lose this weight, not only just go back to, to the gym, but actually just work on building muscle because I, I do realize now at, at the age that I'm at, that's vital, building muscle, becoming stronger. 
and my eating habits. It goes back and forth. You know, my coach gave me, she took me to the store, in fact, showed me how to shop in the store, what to stay away from, what to buy. You know, I followed that for a while and I was so proud of myself, but then I slowly just started to gravitate back towards my comfort zone. And so that's one of the main things I'm trying to correct, not just for this year, but from now on. And she gave me some great advice. She said, don't look at this as diet. This is lifestyle. Yes. So you got to look at it as this is your new lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And so kind of take it with that approach. That's what I really need to work on. So you have done like everything right. Like got a coach, you worked with that person, worked on exercise, worked on eating. And a lot of times what we don't realize is there's something deeper that may be going on. And so we'll talk about that a little bit more, but I also kind of start at top level. So as we age, every type of exercise is not for every woman. And a lot of times we don't discover that until we're in the thick of it. So I'll give you a quick example. I've decided at, you know, what, 48 that I was going to run a marathon, ain't ran a day in my life, (laughs) but I did all the prep and the training for it. And it was starting to break my body down. But what did help was slow movement exercise, stretching exercises like yoga and exercises where I was just walking because that is what was for my body. So what I would encourage you to do, instead of thinking you can only do strength training or only do a certain type of exercise, step back Mm -hmm. a little bit and decide on something that's a lot lower impact initially, and then start to build yourself up. A lot of times we, we get excited and we're going to go all in and we go all in and it doesn't work for our body. So start some type of walking plan. It could be, and what, so what time of day do you normally exercise? Around this time. And thank you. I love the advice you just gave me because my coach did suggest for me, she said, look, just start walking, Mm -hmm. walk. It's, yeah. it's something that you do naturally anyway. And she said, you, you know, people you really don't understand all the benefits that come with just walking. And so I normally walk around now on the cold days. I'll go to the mall and, mm-hmm. and walk around there. And there's a, a small park by where I live. And so I, I try to take a walk around the park. Mm-hmm. So building that habit is important too. So people think it's weird, but I like to exercise at night because it makes me sleep all night. I know a lot of people like morning and we're talking like mid-afternoon. So you said that works a little bit better for you. So a good way to create some habits around that is to just do that, like create micro habits. So if this is a time of afternoon where you normally walk, but maybe work or TV or preparing for lunch or something else gets in the way, set some timers and set some new parameters around that time of day. And for a while, I know our schedules are quite flexible or we need to be flexible with our schedules, but even if you can't get your full 30 minute or hour walk in or whatever you're doing, or if driving to the park or driving to the mall is getting in the way of you moving, walk around your Mm -hmm. house for 10 minutes every day, walk outside when it gets a little warmer outside. And it's just, create those small, instead of it being a ritual, I'm going to get up and do this, create the habit of doing it. The habit becomes something you can't live without versus a ritual. 
I know you enough to say that you have a habit of studying the word of God, you, right? Yeah. So you, yes. you, right. And you don't have to respond to this, but think in your mind, what does that feel like if you would go like two to three weeks, like, and you hadn't picked up, you haven't prayed or you haven't looked at the Bible. It like feels yucky. You know what I mean? It feels like something is missing. So that's what we want to get with walking. We want you to start to walk and build that habit of walking. So when you don't walk, you feel it. Like you're like, man, something's missing today. Oh, I didn't take my 10 minute walk. And slowly what will happen is you'll start to see that that 10 minute walk starts to make such an impact that you're like, oh, I'm going to go for 20. Oh, I'm going to go for 30. Oh, wait, now I can get on the elliptical because your body is going to start to build up that slow tolerance of being able to exercise. There may be things going on in your hormones. There may be other things going on that, again, that it just does not like high intensity workout. And you may be mm -hmm. like that for quite a while, or you may always be like that. But just as you said, your coach said to you as well, walking or doing some type of movement will help you as well. I would add stretching as well. So if you think about it, if you're trying to create the habit around walking, what time of day, be as specific as possible, could you start to implement this and how many days per week? Because of work, it'll probably have to move to early evening, probably like right after work. I okay. could I could commit to that because okay. it's like after I get off work. Okay. If you get off work and you come home, what's that going to do to your habit? Do you know what I mean? So do you need to leave work and go directly to walk? Like try to eliminate it. Think about the barriers that may get in the way. The only barrier that would get away is my mood. I, I might be tired. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It, you, you nailed it. That's what gets in the way for a lot of us. So think about that. Like, so a barrier to me walking right after work is my mood. I'm tired. I'm exhausted. Okay. So instead of walking at home or walking close to home, I'm going to find somewhere close to work to walk. And, or I'm going to get a coworker and be like, Hey, every day, 505, meet me. We're just going to walk for 15 minutes. Even if you only spend 10 to 15 minutes with that person, it may give you enough energy in the long run to keep doing it or to add a couple more minutes when you get home or get you to, once it becomes a habit for you, get you to the place where you don't need that, need to do it like immediately after work, you'll know that you still need to do it when yeah. you get home. Okay. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's doable. So, yes. So do that. And then think about two, three days per week. I always feel if you go hard, it sets you up. Mm -hmm. to That's just me because it's in my mind. I'm like, okay, six days a week, I'm going to walk and I'm going <laughs> to five aerobic classes. And I'm like, bomb for a whole month and then I'm like this is getting on my nerves <laughs> but when I start like tiny habits so micro habits the micro uh -huh. habit is not get going home right after work the micro habit is only doing it one two days per week and then you once that is like oh every Monday I walk I didn't walk this Monday I'm feeling horrible then you'll walk on Monday and you're like mm, I felt so good I'm gonna add Wednesday so start small, start slow, and then create those those habits. So I think that will be helpful for you. And that's going to help with okay. everything, like the weight and the, all that other stuff. So you want to build muscle. Again, you're, we're going to progress into that because you're exactly yeah. right. As we age, our muscles will not get bigger as we age, but we can get stronger. Our bone health is, uh, we can get uh, healthier bones. We have to lift weight as women as we age. So you're right. And working up to that as well, 
don't start with 10 pounds. Don't even start with five pounds if that is causing any strain on your body. Start with two, start with three pounds. And you may think in your mind, oh, this is a waste of time because I've been there. And at least I thought in my mind, I'm like, this is a waste of time. And then like after a month, I'm like, oh, okay. So 10 pounds aren't that heavy. But when I started with 10, it was adding a lot of extra stress on my body. So like we started walking slower, we'll start, you can start with uh, lifting weights at a, a lower amount and then build yourself back up to that. Okay. All of that will help. Does that sound helpful and sound doable? Oh yes, definitely. Funny story. I was in, invited to a fitness event Saturday. It was actually Saturday and I didn't know what to expect. I went and it was, it was a really nice time. Part of the event was we had to get out there and, and do some aerobic exercise. And they also brought weights. So they ran out of the smaller weights and the only thing they had left was five pounds. And uh, I still didn't have any weights. And so they asked me, they said, is this too much for you? And I was thinking about, you know, when I used to exercise on the regular, like, 15, 20 years ago. And I said, oh yeah, five pounds. That's nothing. And I, right. I, wasted. I thought, oh my gosh, I don't know if I could, I could do this any longer. A couple of times I looked around at the women and I snuck over to a table, put the weights down. Yes, I could okay. do that. Small. But, but I want you to think and reward yourself for you went to that class. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So a lot of times we don't think about that as well oh, we couldn't do the five pounds or, oh, we didn't walk for 20 miles today. Did you move? Did you lift two pounds? Think of all of that and think of um, small ways that you can reward yourself as well, right? So you talked about food as well, how you learned how to shop, how to navigate the aisles, what to buy and so forth. So when did those habits start to switch for you? Pretty early on. I'd, I'd say probably like after the second month, I would just, you know, it, again, being tired, you know, after work, I got to, you know, do the grocery shopping. I would just want to just get in there and get a few things quick and come out. And then, of course, I, I missed some of my other foods and I, you know, oh, I've been so good. You know, it's not going to hurt if I just get one bag of this mm -hmm. and just, you know, eat it every now and again. Little things like that. Just I let creep back in. I was just going to say the one thing that has stayed with me, I, I keep fruit. I like salads now. Like I, I really like to incorporate salads into my meals. So I try to at least keep that. I have some fruit and I try to keep salad, but I do slack. We all do. It's completely human nature. So you mentioned after work again, and I totally understand that. It's like six o'clock at night. My mom's like, why do you go to the grocery store at six? I'm like, because I just got off work and I got to find something to eat. But one way that I get around that is meal prepping. And so up front that this is my bad habit or no, it's actually a good habit. My weird habit. That's a better way to say it. Like when I get <laughs> off from church, I take off my coat and I kid you not, I can't go to the bathroom. I can't do anything except for go straight in the kitchen and cook. Like one thing throws me completely off, but I know that about myself. So on Sundays, yeah. I do a huge meal prep. And if I don't feel like doing everything, I at least make sure that I am meal prepping like my whole grains. I don't eat meat, but I will roast a whole chicken for my husband on Sundays. I will also clean and wash my vegetables and put them back in the refrigerator. Those small things like... Ugh, 
man, I got to wash and peel the carrots or, oh, I got to wash the blueberries or man, it's going to take 10 minutes to cook a pot of quinoa or rice. They can deter you from your healthy habits. So another thing I would encourage you to do is to start to implement meal prepping some, some way, somehow, even if you don't do large quantities of food and so forth and put those away, just do the small stuff like cleaning your fruits and vegetables ahead of time and storing them properly in the refrigerator. That will help you as well when it comes to food. Let's say that you want to get a snack that's not good for you. Drink eight ounces of water before you eat that snack and then just Figure out whatever phrase or thought is going to pull you back in. Like, oh, I really love myself and I'm not going to eat this. Or I have another one like, I, you know, I'm like, cancel, cancel, can't like cancel the craving or cancel the thought. I'll yeah. say that. And then a lot of times we're not hungry. We are thirsty. So before you eat mm -hmm. your meal or especially before you eat a snack that, you know, mm, I really probably shouldn't be eating this. Drink eight ounces of water and just, even if you have to set a timer on your phone, just wait five minutes and really think to yourself, how important is this based on my overall health and how I want to feel long-term? I think that would be helpful for you as well. I think so too. Yeah, yeah. So another thing, this is going a little bit deeper. I always ask people to get to the root cause. So again, best examples I can give is other people I've worked with and myself, and I tend to use myself a lot because I was crazy. <laughs> uh, it's uh, like I had we to all ask, are. Yeah, girl, <laughs> real. Um, I ate a banana split every night all the time. I just did. I, and then I had to start figuring out why I was actually making myself sick. I mean, I'd gotten to the place where I couldn't even drive for two months. That's how sick I was. So I want you to, to think about um, getting to some root causes is, you know, nothing we can do right now. And in this time, but when you're alone and sitting and thinking to yourself, like uh, a couple of things that I, I thought about is why do you think you can't give up the bad habits? Like really sit mm -hmm. with yourself and think about that. Do you question yourself? Like, are you good enough to feel healthy? Do you question yourself like, will I, you know, will I start? And then two months later, I'll stop again. Like all of those negative thoughts appear in our mind. And that's when it becomes our responsibility to, to start to speak some truth over ourselves. Like, because who told you you can't do this again? Who told you you aren't worthy? Or who told you that, you know, this isn't for you? When you start to speak positive things over yourself, get out of that mindset of I can't, I'll never, I won't that's when you start to see changes as well. I had to get to that point, but also I ate out of boredom because I spent a lot of afternoons at home by myself. And so I watched something on TV, see pizza, and I'm like, oh, I want pizza, I want ice cream. And I would just start eating. But when I started tracking like, oh, I was really bored that afternoon or, oh, wait, I ate all that food, but an hour before I had something bad happen at work or I had a disagreement with someone else. I started journaling my food along with my mindset. That was a complete game changer. Cause I'm like, I'm not going to let X, Y, Z make me sick. I'm not going to let work make me sick. This is why I'm doing this. So I need to change this in order for me to help change that. And I think that would be helpful for you as well. Okay. Yeah. Okay, yes. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Any other questions for me? Yes, I, I can't even believe I should have said this at the beginning when you asked the first question. Uh, another 
big problem I have is I don't know how to deal with stress. I thought I, I thought I did, but that was one of the reasons why I got so sick last year, because I, I guess, you know, I let stress get the best of me and my doctor, even she looked at me and she said, what is going on in your life? that you are this stressed. And I looked at her, I said, nothing. And she just gave me this stare, like, come on. And I said to her, I said, honestly, I don't feel any different than I normally do. And the stressors are in my life. Nothing, I don't think it's changed. And she said, well, you're really stressed. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have to figure out how to cope. Mm-hmm. So I yeah. need a lot of help with that because yeah. I, I don't, uh, I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. I think those root causes that I talked about, like getting to those root causes, understanding where it's coming from is going to be super key. I am a strong advocate of journaling. And so I'm an angry journaler. So like I um, I was <laughs> in a while, that's a good thing. Cause if I'm mad, I can write about you. So, <laughs> so but keeping a journal helped me with stress because what I started to realize is I had neck and sciatic pain And so I couldn't turn my head left or right. That was one of the reasons I stopped driving for two months, but I was able to track, hmm, my pain is worse when this happens. Oh, wait, I didn't even realize that that was stressing me out. But when I journal this and this kind of coordinate with one another. So for stress, Mm -hmm. I would suggest that you start a journal and be completely, you know, I don't know if you live alone or live with folks or whatever, if you have to hide it, whatever. Be completely Mm -hmm. honest with yourself about your day and what's going on and how you're feeling. That's going to help you understand where the stressors lie. Because again, like me, I didn't realize that a certain person was stressing me out. It was just like normal. But Mm -hmm. every time I had a conversation with that person or every time we went anywhere or did anything, I ended up more sick that week never put the two together until I started writing that information down. So I think that would be the first key. Next thing is, how are you taking care of yourself? You know, self-care is different for everyone. For me, it's being alone, reading a book, walking, going outside. Like, how do you take care of yourself? Yeah, I'm stumped on that one. Mm-hmm. So I guess, like- I guess that's something I really need to consider. <laughs> <laughs> Coming from the pool, bitch. <laughs> Because I've lived it like I would I, I was at a meeting with a group of women and someone asked, what is your self-care regimen? Everyone was telling their self-care regimen. I'm like, these selfish women, how do they have time to do that? Their house ain't clean. I bet you they don't cook for their husband or their kids. Like my mind is circulating with all this nonsense because they were yeah. smart enough to take care of themselves. And I like you, I'm like, Hmm, what's self-care? Oh, I don't I don't know what that means. I don't know what that looks like. I don't know what that feels like. And often we may think, oh, um, I don't have quote unquote normal responsibilities that everyone else may be complaining about. And yet we still don't take that time for ourselves. So I would mm-hmm. encourage you to figure out like what answer this, what brings you joy? Like what makes you really happy? Uh, besides eating. Getting into my word, that, that that brings me joy. And being with family and fellowshipping, mm-hmm. that also brings me joy. Mm-hmm. And makeup. <laughs> makeup makes me happy. <laughs> I don't know. Like applying, applying for other people. Um, uh, for myself. Okay. 
Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, you have to work on figuring out what is actually stressing you out because it may be something that you may not even be aware of. So I think journaling will help with that. And then start implementing some of those self-care regimens. So being in the word is amazing for self-care. And that's what though, I, I don't even want to say it like this, but I will. The quote unquote world, people who may not use scripture as their source they will say meditate or they would say, do you know what I mean? But if you're using yes. scripture as your choice, you are too meditating. You're meditating on the word of God. If that is self-care for you, I'm, I know you're already doing it, but you know, start to add that as a layer. I know you also uh, are around your family a lot, but maybe there's more yeah. structure, not structure around that, but maybe there's more opportunity for that as well. Do you know what I mean? Or th- things mm-hmm. that Really, really make you feel good about yourself. And then think also about things where there's movement involved that bring you joy. Do you like going to an amusement park? Do you like going to a park and just being within nature? Any, do you enjoy any of that? I like being near water, mm. even if it's just to sit and look at it. Yeah. I yeah. didn't even think about that till you started asking me, asking me the questions. So yeah, I do like that. So walking on the sand is incredible because it takes extra muscles to move this round in the sand. So if uh, I know where you live, so I'm thinking we ain't got no beaches, but right, <laughs> <laughs> a mosquito lake. Um, I have to drive. I have to just get to drive. I know. Oh yeah, that is right. I, Actually, I like that too. I like just getting in the car and just going for a ride. Yeah. That's so that freeing for your mind. Yeah. So that's another it one. Do, yeah, it does. Actually, yeah, that does make me feel better too, because I'll drive somewhere where I'm not too familiar with it just to see something different and to be around uh, different things. Yeah. So the water is amazing. So that can be part of the exercise routine. Find some water or find some a local park or something in a safe environment with someone and then you start walking. It'll help you as well driving so maybe like you you're talking about being exhausted at from coming from work perhaps you are taking a don't go straight home maybe you're driving clearing your mind taking an extra 10 minute route to get home that could help you with some of the stress as well so one day you're walking right after work and then the next day you are you know driving an extra five or 10 minutes around just to kind of relieve the stress. Start thinking about all of those things. And especially when you start writing them down, you are going to be so amazed at um, what's stressing you out. And then you just need to make decisions on how you're going to eliminate that stress because holding that stress on your body, your cortisol levels being high, Mm -hmm. is not healthy at all for you, especially if you're suffering or um, have anything else going on in your body. Yeah. 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 This has been so much fun, Monifa. I am so grateful for you for allowing me to do this. I am grateful for you. I was so excited. I told I told one of my sisters that I was doing this today and she said, Oh, that's so good. That's so needed. So I, you know, she said, I'm I'm glad to hear it. She says she wants to meet you actually. Awesome. I told her you have a lot in common. So we'll talk about that later. Yeah, we'll talk about that. And I can't wait to meet her. Thank you so much again for spending time with me, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to Hello Hot Flash, where we help you control the midlife change. If you're interested in coming on and doing a lifestyle conversation with me, make sure you go to hellohotflash.com audit. Talk with you soon and here's to your health.
If you're a midlife woman who's thought about implementing lifestyle changes to help stop the hot flashes, sleep better, and lose those extra pounds, well, listen up. If you're ready to get your life back, but you're worried about how much time it takes, how you're going to get your family on board, or you just don't know where to start, I have a strategy that is exactly what you need to help you get off the weight loss, sleep deprivation, hot flash having roller coaster. Join me March 12th for a free event, Menopause Reset, a three-day challenge to help you kickstart your metabolism so you can lose weight, sleep better, stop the hot flashes, and regain your energy. Head over to hellohotflash.com challenge to get your limited free spot. The Menopause Reset three-day challenge includes nightly live coaching. We start March 12th, so sign up at hellohotflash.com challenge. See you March 12th.